This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. That was good radio voice. Did you? Was that part of no, it? No, that wasn't on purpose. Oh. That wasn't on it, purpose. Was it recorded? Yes, it was. Okay, great. So that you better start it there. I'll that was it. Chris Hayes' dulcet tones. I'm doing it smooth today. Listen to the jazz. Uh, welcome to episode 152 of the Hooniverse podcast. You know who I am. You know who he is. We don't have any guests. So... No, we're just going to bullshit. We were bullshitting like for 15 minutes before it right. started, and we're like, we what should the hell hit aren't we just doing this on air? We should hit record. Yeah. Um, well, we were talking about, so you guys, are, you, you've got the kid, and you're looking for a little bit more room yes. these days. So, so we need a house. Yeah. Or, or a bigger condo. Um, I just, we just, we need to buy something because we also want to buy yeah, like we've been happy to rent for as long as we've had. We haven't felt bad about renting because we have we have a great place. And that and the rent versus buy thing is right. really a silly argument because right. it's just you pay markedly less renting. Right, but in the long term, if you want to grow some base level wealth, property is a smart way to do it. I could make my arguments against that. In that, the <laughs> money I save. On the money I save renting versus owning property tax and everything else and, and maintenance, I can put all that money into investment yeah. and actually come out on top. Well, I I, I think. But if you want the property, yeah. is a better play than you know. I mean, whatever you can go either way. But yeah. either way, it's a great foundation for. It's not a bad way to go for the and most part. There are a lot of great things about owning your house, and that right. is you can do with it what you want. Right, and you know the mortgage will be the same. Your home payment month to month will be the same for thirty years. Right. Right. Well, I mean, hopefully it'll get better and better too because you'll refinance if you take advantage at the right times, you know. But yeah, it won't go. It shouldn't go up. Right. <laughs> um, Versus my rent could go up at a whim and very likely will at any right. given point because Los Angeles is getting really, really, really expensive right. now. And you live in an expensive area, so it should go up. Um, but I, you know, I think this is a fair topic to talk about because I think a lot of the guys that listen to are probably in a similar space to us, like the renting, they may be looking to buy. Right. So your thing is, is you need a garage. Yes. So I have a garage where I live now, but it's one of those big shared garages. Like I have that. I have that. Hey, where do you need, does each one have its own little bay? No. Oh, you don't have that. No. So if you get into one, you get into all of them. Well, I, each one has a door for mine. Each car has its own door, right? But there is no separator in between them. Okay, yeah, I don't have the separators, and then I share a door. So okay. every door is to two spaces. Yeah. Um, and I hate it. I, I, I hate it. I want... I mean, it's better than no garage. It's but, yeah. way better than no garage. I store some tools out there. My truck is parked there. But my wife and I are looking, and I, I mean, I feel bad about this. I wish... If, if Hooniverse made money where I could justify an office... That'd be great because I actually know someone who wants to sp- split like a warehousey type office, and he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He would use the front half of it for his like the nice part, mm-hmm. and my office would be in the back, and we'd both park our cars there. That'd be the dream. Leave the car. I'd know. buy in on that too. I know it's. I mean, it's great. It would and 
it, there's some great affordable properties uh, out there to do that, to rent, you know, and it'd be fun to have a lawyer in the house who's into cars. It'd be very helpful. He's actually helped me out. He is my lawyer. Uh, so it would work out very nicely. But we're not doing that because Hooniverse isn't in a place where I can rent something yeah. to justify that. Uh, so for my home purposes, I need a garage. And I feel bad because my wife will be like, oh, check out this listing I sent to your phone. And I look at it. I'm like, yeah, this is nice. Does it have a garage? And I can just see your face like, no. So we can't live anywhere because you need a garage. But I do. I need a garage. I'm not parking the truck on the street. I'm not getting rid of the truck. <clears throat> and then I also have press cars and we also have her Mazda. So, well, and the other thing is, is you also have a kid that's going to have a bike and you guys are probably going to have bikes and you don't want to carry all that stuff upstairs. Right. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. I carry my bikes upstairs every time I want to take them out. Ugh. And it is... I mean, they're not – my mountain bike is really goddamn heavy, but um, <laughs> my my road bike is not much. But it's still a pain in the ass because right. you're carrying a bicycle up a narrow staircase. Right, right, right. You know? I just – I mean, I just want – and, and my tools. dream would be a two-car attached garage yeah. where I could turn part of that into my office so that maybe if we can find – instead of finding three bedrooms – if we just find two bedrooms but with a killer garage, I'm in. So you want to do it Marin style where you're in your garage. Oh, is he in his garage? Yeah. So I have would – You've got to watch his show. It's great. I have ideas about you know making that not, – not a man cave but an actual office where I can put stuff I hate stuff that term, up. man cave. I know. It's, it's – it's, I, I just think – man cave makes me think of like leather bar. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the man cave. Yeah, and I agree. And I think a man cave is kind of silly. It's just like – just call it your room or whatever. So yes. uh, that would be my room. Or um, the masturbatorium. I would even do like some – like a, a basic podcast set up in there too. So if we weren't recording in a studio, I could just do them from home and you know, like just – I could do so much there. And I would also put in uh, so much uh, room for activities. So much room for activities. I'd put in a racing seat to do the video game thing. You know, all that shit. I've got it all mapped out. Race in my car head. bed. <laughs> yeah, race car bunk bed. It's going to be a London bus race car bed. That's actually really funny. Um, or you could do it top gear style, where one's flipped upside on, on top of the other. Nice. Yes. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. Um, but yeah, so we're looking for a house. The big thing is, I need a garage, and obviously that. And means, your wife is irritated. Well, no, she just. I mean. It, there's things that she w- won't compromise on and there's things that I won't compromise on. She doesn't want to live in one of those cookie cutter um, – what was that show with uh, fucking uh, that really hot chick who sold weed? Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, what the fuck was that show called? She, she Weeds? Was, yeah, Weeds. So in the beginning – Funny. It's like the one thing I'm like, what has weed in it? Oh, Weeds. weeds. Uh, right. What's that show about the bus that can't – the bus that couldn't slow down? Yes. Um so in the beginning of that show, while it was still good, they lived in the very cookie-cutter Orange County neighborhoods where everything's a strip oh, mall. And the, yeah. She doesn't want to do that. So All we the can't houses do like, are like a copy of each other. Exactly. Yeah. She can't – even though that is more affordable in Orange County, believe it or not, and you can get some nice size oh, yeah. homes. Yeah. She just would kill herself if we're like, well, we're going to no, Irvine. No, no, I'm, I'm with her on that. I can't right. do the, the major suburbia thing. So, yeah. so, so that's her – Things she can won't compromise on, and I'm cool with that. And she knows I need the garage, and she's cool with that. So we're just we're figuring it out. We're making it work, but we need the space. I mean, there are places between your home and in in this area that they're they're viable. Um, yeah, you know, and I think I'm kind of looking in the same general area too. It'll be cool, but yeah, I need a place. You know, here's the problem: is the second I have room for more cars, is the second I start buying more dumb things. Oh yeah, totally. That's 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 the problem. Yeah, is I no, know no. I will make some bad decisions. I've seen a few things on Craigslist that I wish I could just pop in and grab. But the good news will be I will have no money left because I've bought a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just need – I have so many tools. The good thing about her though too is she 
she's the smart financial one. Yeah. So she knows, like, she's like, no, I don't want to be house, house poor. House poor, that's yeah. the expression. Yeah. Uh, so, like, well, the bank's like, oh, you qualify for this. She's like, no. No, 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 no. You qualify for 1.5. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no. Um, yep. So so that's where we are now. But 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 that was a great way to start this. And now we'll dive into the news. Um, just because I actually do have a little bit of a rundown. But let's do it. It was good to, to continue our conversation. Housekeeping. Uh, yeah, exactly. Literally. Uh, so in the news, uh, first up, Tesla is going to deliver 90,000 cars this year. And they say they're going to scale in 2018 to 500,000. How I is my question. No. Unless they have teamed up with somebody else that can build things faster. I mean – Unless they are what secretly was, building them on Mars and that's why SpaceX what was there? What, okay. So I know the Numi plant wasn't even running at half capacity before. Do we know what they built last year? No. <laughs> I have no fucking clue, but it wasn't a hundred thousand cars. No, I don't think it was. But I mean, if it was forty, I could see it happening. Just that's because such a huge jump. You are jumping is. to uh, how many? Uh, you're jumping to like Ford Fusion or Ford Focus levels of. It is a big jump production. Um, but like I said, that Numi plant. Have you ever been up there? I've driven by it because the co-owner of Hooniverse lives very close to it. So I had an office that was by there for eh, a few months. So I was in that area all the time. And that place is fucking gigantic. Yeah. And, I mean, Toyota did – Toyota and, and Pontiac did all of the Corolla and Matrix manufacturing there for a while. So if that had the capacity to build Corollas, size-wise, obviously all the tooling's different, right. then I can see Tesla doing it. It's just a question of are they going to be able to get their supply line stuff straight out? Do they have the out? workforce? I mean, I don't even know what their the workforce, workforce will size. come. I mean, that could be hired. It's yeah. It's – I'm more worried about supply line stuff. Like, sure. Batteries? Yeah. I 500,000 well, batteries? If the factory come, starts coming online, then yeah, they'll have that. And I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the price of the battery as they rise to scale drops quickly. Still. Well, hence the term economies of scale. There's the, the materials in those batteries, though. I mean... Um, lithium is one of the most plentiful elements on the planet yeah but aren't aren't there other things in there like isn't one of the big things in battery tech right now like one of the rare earth elements um i think i thought i was reading something about that i could be totally possibly wrong, some I variant it. but i mean it, it, the vast majority of it is 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 lithium so um, nirvana yes <laughs> it, it is comprised entirely of crushed up nirvana albums <laughs> um never mind because i think that was lithium <clears throat> so I just don't see 500,000 happening in 2018. If they said like 2025, we're like, okay. I think that's wishful thinking. Uh, I encourage them to have wishful thinking. Sure. Because Elon Musk's wishful thinking over the years has gotten an awful lot of cool shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they'll hit that mark. Right. <clears throat> but prove us wrong. Right. Right, right, right. I'm happy to see that happen. Now, on the flip side of you know a brand that is growing and, and the sky's the limit for them um, – is on the flip side of that is Buick. <laughs> Buick has announced that they're killing the Verano in 2017. My question is, should Buick continue to exist at all at this point? And I say no. In the U.S. market, no. Probably not. Right. Keep Just make them a Chinese brand. I would say rebrand Cadillacs for China and – Call it Buick. Call it Because you already have the mark because they love Buick over there. So my problem with Buick is they te- they occasionally tease – some pretty cool shit. They do. They did that coupe concept, which was like the Buick Camaro. God, that thing was gorgeous. And as soon as they showed it, 
my first tweet response to that was, let's see if they actually build it before you guys start creaming it. Because everybody was like, oh, my God, Buick, this Buick's back. I'm it like, would have been not great. Build I mean, it, it could have been a Grand National. I, well, a year later, they sure enough, yeah, we're not going to build that. But they, I'm, here's the thing is I give them a little bit of credit in that they did build it, but as a Cadillac, and they call it an ATS. Yeah, I mean, it looks different, be separate. but this was you know what be, I mean is the, the thought of it, like, oh, it was going to be a new Grand National. Well, the ATS is kind of that, but it, the Buick design was gorgeous. It was great, and, I mean, people were interested in talking about it, and they're like, ah, nah. Uh, it's just like Buick, and then they have the Cascada convertible. Like, I, It'll sell well in Florida, I'm sure. Yeah, even then. But you know. I, and I hate to see classic brands fade, but when it's time to go – it's time to go, and I think it's Buick's time to go. Yeah, I, I, I think would agree. GM could get lean and mean with uh, Chevy Cadillac, GMC, and then they, could, like you said, rebrand caddies in China and ship them to as China. Buicks. Yeah, there's it's, no reason they couldn't. And do you that. know, and there's been talk about splitting Corvette out onto its own mark as well, but they'd have to take the brand up scale to do that. Yeah, and I don't think that's I don't think that's an impossible. I don't thing think to they do. need to though. I, I don't think so either. But, I mean, in Europe, they do sell them in their own. They sell them with caddies, and they don't sell them as Chevys. They sell them as Daewoo's? Yes. Um, no, they uh, – <laughs> The Daewoo Corvette. The Daewoo Fast. The, uh, <laughs> I don't think they need to spin off Corvette, um, but I definitely think they need to kill Buick. Yeah. I think it's time to go. The one that really bothers me more than Buick being gone is Monaro's and basically every whole, everything Holden was making – gone yeah because i love their stuff no, it's I just know. so fun they were crazy aussies and yeah oi 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 um because the falcon's dead now too unfortunately yeah, right well buick should follow suit um now another little news item here someone i think you'll appreciate this someone built a fox body mustang drag car and they swapped in a 5.3 liter LS motor. <laughs> I've seen several cars like that. The only reason I it just popped up on Autoblog, so it caught my eye, and it's making 650 to 700 horsepower because of a 300 shot of nitrous. That yeah. seems excessive. I don't know why. I mean, other than it's cheap to do that, right? I mean, was it just a? Was the motor built, or was it just a five? It doesn't I don't know because that's a disposable. Here's the thing: is five point threes are almost disposable motors, right, right? Because you can buy them wrecked out you of can a buy truck them at Sears for I think. like, yeah, you can. You can get them in the refurb section right, at Sears. Right, they come in the, shrink wrap. Yeah, and, um, you know, nice little guy named Stu will bring it out on yep. a pallet for you. Good old Stu. Yep. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, some of the comments were funny, though. Um, when somebody wrote something like, uh, hmm, so he went with a 5.3-liter motor from another brand. I, I, did he Was he not aware that there's another, oh, I don't know, 5-point-something-liter engine ever already made for the Mustang that also makes good power and this and that? And I'm like, well, yeah. But I do like the idea of doing engine swaps that make people mad, and this one is sure to make some people I'll mad. tell you, so there are quite a few seriously fast Fox bodies that are running LSX motors. And it's, there's a very simple reason behind that. It's a much newer engine architecture that you can make a lot more power on very easily. But I, if I'm a Fox Body guy, Fox body guy Fox I'd be body. looking at Fox Body. Hey, buddy, how's your Fox Body? Um, I would be looking at the uh, Illuminator, the, the Coyote Illuminator, the 5 liter. I don't know how well that fits in that car, though. I mean, because I'm the engine. Sure. I mean, it's, have a, you it's ever a Fox worked? Body Mustang. I've just worked. take some tin snips to it and make some room. <laughs> I've worked on Fox Bodies over the years. Like, you know, we were saying earlier before we even started, like, 
friends of ours had those in high school and college and shit. So I've spent some time. There's not a lot of room in that engine bay. Make it fit. <laughs> I guarantee, like, somebody can make that fit. They, you have to be able to make that fit because it's a pretty bitchin' engine. And we'll, we'll learn more about that engine in the near future as Jason progresses with his build. Yeah. Uh, Which will be fucking great. Yeah, there's a lot of room in that engine bay. <laughs> Sixty called up. Uh, I think he got a. I think he got a deal on one through Classic Recreations. He did. Right? Yeah. yeah, which it's still expensive as fuck. Yes, it is. <laughs> but still less expensive than what he was doing before. Yes, way less. expensive. And it's going to work. Right, and it should be done relatively soon, probably. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's way yeah. less expensive. That's that's the thing. Out to Jason over at Classic Recreations. So yeah, Jason Angle. Shout Jason out. Jason Angle, great guy. Um, so yeah. Uh, I thought that Fox body was funny. But moving back to some new car news, um, Toyota was making the, the social media a sphere a flutter because they showed a GT86, you know, formerly the Scion FRS, yeah. shooting brake concept. Yes, yes, At they the did. And I love wagons. I, love, I know you do. I love wagons. I thought the car is fucking ugly. <laughs> yes. It was ungainly. It was awkward. Yes. It was – it. Like some angles were okay, but I don't know. And it and it's a cool idea. It's a, re- a very cool idea. Shooting brakes are almost always a win in my book because I just love that idea. You know like what if, it is? if I could drive a a, a Lynx Exeter, which is the uh, old Jag XJ that the company turned into a shooting brake. They made like sixty of them or something. It is Fuck yes. the vehicular equivalent of the tiny woman you know that gets a gigantic boob job. It just does not look right. It's it was, not in proportion. It wasn't even like that That the boob job was big. It was like that they're like, it's all wall. It was poorly done. Yeah. <laughs> one That's nipple all. going north, one nipple going south. Yeah. So, uh, you know, points for trying. Yeah. I, they just need to w- rework that whole rear. However, end. there was a company that executed on a shooting brake very, very well. For? And that, well, more of a wagon. The Panamera wagon uh, renderings that came out. Yeah. That improves Every aspect of how that car looks. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they said it's coming here too, which is great. Yep. I think that is a car that that will actually that's I mean, because there's Porsches are so kind of one off when you order them anyway. Yeah. That I think they can justify that because there are you know they're gonna sell a ton of them in Europe. Oh yeah, yeah. But so, also like well, I mean the crossovers are still hot here, but I was gonna say like soccer mommy but they they want the cayennes anyway so but yeah, yeah I, I mean either way it, i hope it's here and, and i mean I, I can't wait to see them because wagons rule for shits and giggles i was looking to see what panameras are on the used market you can get a turbo s for like forty thousand dollars i'm sure I, um I, I'm, you could probably get a cayenne turbo s for even less yes you can um, but i'd rather panamera somebody in my in my condo complex has a pa- uh, cayenne turbo and a Camaro with uh, like Borla exhaust on it, and like it's like a f- maybe second gen Cayenne. I'm like, he's probably like the fourth owner of that fucking thing. Very and likely, it probably has lights on the dash, like a Christmas tree. And um, you know, the funny thing, I, I, I so I did a little research into it just because I there's a chance I may have a really shitty commute for a while. Uh, so I'm considering like if that happens i might ditch the fiesta because i'm going to want something more comfortable I, I i enjoy the fiesta i don't want to be stuck sitting in it for two and a half to three hours a day right because i will hate myself yeah um 
so I'm kind of kicking around a few things. And I was just like, for shits and giggles, I looked at that. I'm like, God, these are cheap. <laughs> I would really is kind of a daily. I would love a GSF. But um, that'd be a good daily. It's a lot of money for a daily. Yeah. The, I think the one I tested recently, which I'm nearly done editing the video, was a. Uh, I mean, it was in the 80s. I had to. Yeah. I mean, uh, they so. start. I, I priced one out and it was like 89 on yeah. the Lexus site. And I was like, right. That's a lot of scratch for that car. Especially when I was like, I can get a C63 for like 60-something. Right. And you can't tell me the GSF is really any nicer than the C63. No, no. The C63 is more capable. The Lexus has better seats. Yeah, the Lexus The Mercedes is more fun, but the Lexus is fun. And they're both way more fun than the Audi. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because rear-wheel drive. Um, So... And I didn't even consider an M3. Yeah, good for you. Um, <laughs> now, moving over to our own vehicles. You were already talking about the Fiesta. Um, so uh, my father-in-law was in town. Our, my in-laws were in town because my wife and I had to go to a wedding. So they flew out to watch Sloan. Well, we went to the wedding, and then they stayed for like a week. And you know, it was great to have him, have him out here. But it's great to have my father-in-law specifically because he's a retired mechanic. Yeah. So, hey, let's go work in the truck. All right. Um, we were going to fix my brakes because my brakes are leaking. Mm-hmm. The the metering valve is you know tripping. I've seen the pictures, out. right? So um, we found it, and it's like this one valve seems jacked with the metering valve, but Master Power is sending out a replacement part, and then they want to get the other the old part back so they can you know R and D and see what's going, what's going on. on yeah. yeah, so that was pretty cool. That part should arrive soon. But since we couldn't move the truck, since it's spewing brake fluid when I step on the brakes, and it's very dangerous because <laughs> it's like aimed at the headers. Um, we did ignition. I installed my new ignition. So I did a uh, Petronix. I switched to electronic ignition. Oh, you did? I did the Petronix Igniter 2. And then I got the coil because it runs a hotter coil now. Mm-hmm. So we did that. And the first time we went to f- fire it up, it was like, boop, as the big flame comes out the car. But like, timing's off. Yeah. I saw the picture. So we adjusted the timing. It starts up. Another thing he noticed, and, and I, I know my pedal travel has kind of sucked for a long time, but I never thought anything of it. I just, I'm like, oh. Your spring shot. I'm like, oh, it's old truck. You know, my pedal's old yeah. truck. He's looking at the throttle cable. He's like, your throttle cable slipped. So he adjusted it, and now when I push the pedal. It opens? It opens all the way. So I was pretty much running that. Tr- I've been running that truck basically on two barrels. Yeah. So I'm dying to drive it now to see what it's like all the way open because i don't know if i've ever driven it with that full fucking power which is hilarious you might want to ease into it no, um, <laughs> no. i'm just worried about the how, how how well that thing may hold up under oh, it'll full be power. fine it'll be fine that car uh, that thing may not have seen full power in many years that's fine that's okay um so well, i know fixed. i mean you blow it up i mean you throw it on the engine's gonna and, yeah. go at some point anyway but um another question yeah. I noticed. Are Weber and Edelbrock related as companies? I don't believe so. Because the side of my carburetor says Weber, but it's an Edelbrock carb. This is probably a dumb question. There's people listening like, yeah, I, I'm not a shit. carb guy. They bought them in the 80s. You know, like, I don't know. I, I am pretty much exclusively an EFI guy, but sure. I thought that was like Pepsi and Coke. I mean, I, Pepsi and Coke is, is Holly and Edelbrock. Those are the Pepsi right. and Coke. But, um,. But yeah, the side of my car says Weber. Okay, fine. The RC Cola and Coke. <laughs> or the what used to be great and then kind of faded away. Or is more European. It's like the tab. and um, So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so the ignition's in. Now, 
I also put on new side mirrors because the truck had one uh, rectangular mirror on the driver's yeah. side and nothing on the passenger. Yeah. So I bought the – Because in the 60s, fuck visibility. Well, I think actually side mirrors were dealer-installed options on those trucks. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just drive it on a farm or, or you know. Um, the uh, So I, I got these five-inch round mirrors now, so it's symmetrical. Mm-hmm. And I it works great on the one side. And, like, it's just kind of there on the other side. So you're like <laughs> – but thankfully you just turn and look because the truck has great visibility. Yeah. But I'm still not 100% sold if I like them or not because they're, like, chrome. Yeah. And I'm not a chrome guy. And the rectangular mirror was much more truck-like. Well, I so, mean, they don't, it doesn't have to stay chrome. No, it doesn't. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll you, see. I mean, you, could, you don't have to go and, like, de-chrome them per se. No, I know. You could just – just prime them and paint them. And right, right. Doable. Yeah, I, and it's funny too because in the video, at the end of the video, I put up a video of the ignition install on YouTube, and um, at the end of the video, I was like, "Oh, so we also did these mirrors." You know, sound off in the comments below and tell me what you like. And it's like fifty-fifty. Oh, the mirrors are great. The mirrors are ugly. Take them. I was like, okay. So <laughs> if it was like decidedly one way or the other, I well, I mean, I would still do what the I. The internet do, had a split opinion on something yeah. trivial. Yes. Yes. I've never heard Except of in the Rugged Ridge video. They're pretty clear on their thoughts on me in that video. <laughs> it's still going, by the way. I'm going to bring it up anytime there's new comments made. My favorite one recently, mm-hmm. this guy wrote three times in a row. He wrote this. He wrote, he wrote, this guy's a pissy. And he was trying to spell pussy. So he wrote, this guy's a pissy. Another comment. This guy's a pissy. This guy's a pissy. <laughs> then the fourth comment was, um, this guy's a wimp. So I replied to that one. I'm like, ah, oh, fourth try. He decided to like, give up and go in a different direction there, huh? Uh, but I don't re- really reply to anyone on that anymore. But it's I, it's fun to see the new ones still rolling. So that is still going on. I should I haven't had a good reason to redo uh, a self podcast where I read YouTube comments. But I'll bring that I'll bring that back because people seem to like that episode and it was kind of cathartic. <laughs> yeah. I, here's the thing: is that I stay out of reviews on everything that I'm on because. People are awful and rarely have anything constructive right, to say. Right. The people that are actually helpful usually reach out via Twitter yeah. and like either they'll have like a legitimate question or they'll, you know, want to offer something up and then right. that's a civil dialogue. <laughs> yes, yes. Versus it is. faggot pants. Faggot pants, yeah, exactly. Um before anybody asks, no, there's no news on the wombat. I'm gonna check on it later this week, so I don't know. Uh, I'll be shooting the Patreon video this week, hopefully. And I had new stickers made, which if you follow me on Instagram, you you would have seen them. Hooniverse Jeff on Instagram. Two different styles of stickers. And I'm thinking of making the stickers part of the uh, reward structure for Patreon. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I promise I'm going to do it. I appreciate you guys continuing to ask me when I'm going to be doing that. Yes. Um, Pay for our gas, please. (laughs) Uh, (coughs) That's really what it comes down to is just like. We just spend our gas money coming back and forth. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive on the internet now because I made people or I, I didn't make people. I asked people to submit questions, so I'm gonna do questions right now. I'm gonna All see right. if there are any. Let's do some Q and A. I could pull it up, and there could be none. So, um, oh wait, I have a lot of uh, notifications on Twitter. So hold on here. All right, first question: Why are your pants so faggot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see, Tamerlane. At Tamerlane Blog, who's one of our uh, associate editors, what do you guys think of apps that deliver gasoline and fill up your tank? I don't understand. Is this a thing? Fire yes. Department so saying mobile gas filling services? Yes, there is a retarded thing going around right now, <laughs> and it's predominantly in SF. Yeah. Uh, where 
You pay somebody to come to your office with a jerry can and they put gas in your car. But fire departments are saying that this is illegal. Yes. Um, and New Jersey is particularly pissed off. Oh, I bet. I'm just hypothetically saying um, that. I don't think they – I mean I guess if you're out of gas, it's cool, but just get AAA. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I have AAA. I like AAA. I've used AAA. There are more stupid startups just because, as you well know at this point, my day job is in the tech industry stuff. So I just see more crazy shit that starts like that. Like there's a stupid company here in L.A. called Tuber. It's an Uber ripoff that uses exclusively Teslas. Oh, that's stupid. Exactly. That's, that's stupid. I, I find myself having that reaction to things like 10 to 20 times a day. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. Um, all right. Chris, who's at Lightbright32, asks, what's our dream Peking to Paris build? Because I posted a link to Matt's video. He, he did the one take on the 240Z. Yeah. The car's fucking rad. There is an age range on that, right? What's that? On Peking to Paris? Uh, I, I, I'd assume so. And I know there's like different like stock classes. Because um, the, the 240Z gets away with an LSD because they sold it that way to, like, one person in Finland. or so, There was, a, like, some cool reason why they were able to use a limited slip in that car. Yeah. Um, my dream picking to Paris build would be some sort of muscle car. Like, do you remember uh, – uh, I forget who it was. It was the TV actor who also raced, not Paul Dem- Newman. Or, Dempsey? No, 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 older. Uh, he did, a, like, a Baja Oldsmobile 442. Uh, Don Knotts. No, not that. Yeah, oh, it's not not not. Um, no, not. Uh, so I would want to do some form of muscle car, um, lifted though, like bo- like a yeah. like a like a Cadillac Eldorado trophy truck, like a Canyon Arrow. <laughs> the and I don't. I wouldn't need to go this extreme because I'd want the car to be clean. But years ago there was a uh, end of the world rally that like yeah I remember the Overland that. Yeah, Overland. Yeah expedition people did where you had to start in mexico city and finish at a mayan ruin because it was gonna that was it was 2012 because that was the year the world was supposed to i think we might have had them on the show to talk about that not on this show on tst maybe okay i don't know that or i talked with the overland guys well my dream build for that i was trying to convince zach bowman from road well formerly yeah formerly road track now the drive we wanted to find like an old suburban chassis an old finned Cadillac body, mm-hmm. lift it, and just fucking run that thing to Mexico and then either leave it there or get somebody to help us bring it back. Hell, at that point, just give me an old Suburban. Right. Yeah. Well, no, but we wanted it to look like to look cool. Mad Maxian. Um, but for picking to Paris, I'd probably go with you know, some form of muscle car. I just don't know what it is on some sort of very aggressive truck chassis. Um, I think – there are two options. One, I get a white Bronco and a black co-driver. Yes. Or the other, Unimog. Yeah, that, well, that'd be good too. Um, but I actually just thought of what it would be. It would be uh, the 70 Charger from Fast and Furious, but the one that's lifted yeah. from the recent one. That's what it would be. I even have that on my desk at home. That's, that's the car I would do. Dom's lifted trophy truck Charger from yeah, Fast and Furious. That'd be cool. I just like the Unimog idea because they're indestructible. Yeah. And it's just... You roll over everything and don't care because you're in a Unimog? Well, there was one on Craigslist the other day where the guy's like, you know, I'm asking this, but I'm also looking for trades. I would take an old truck. I'm like, old truck, you say? Huh. <laughs> so I thought about it. I'm not a, a truck guy, but I like Unimogs. Unimogs are fucking They're awesome. Cool. Uh, you're not going to go fast, but no. Uh, I wonder if you can swap an LS3 into a Unimog. <laughs> you can swap those in anything. Uh, Words by Tag asks, what is your favorite species of duck? You did say any questions. I don't know any species of duck. I mean, is mallard? Mallard's a type of duck, I'm going right? to go with Howard. 
That's the answer. Howard the Duck. Uh, all right. Ken Doherty, who's at Liardrog. I don't know how to pronounce your Twitter handle. Sorry. Uh, Treehouse Brewing or Trillium Brewing? That is a good question. I want to answer that one in more depth on Twitter, not on the podcast. Um, Patrick Hofstetter, who's our own, one of our guys, mm -hmm. at PartyPat116, where is your favorite place to drive that isn't in California? Can be a track, state, country, or anywhere. Uh, Germany. Because people fucking use the highway correctly. I have not driven in Germany. That was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. I, I would very much like to. Um, I would say New England has some fantastic country roads. It does. Uh, I really enjoy driving when I go back there. Me too. The thing with New England that you forget about, because in Southern California, there really aren't, on the highway specifically, there really aren't a lot of speed traps. No. In New England, they're everywhere. 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 And the speed limits are lower. It's like when I go back there and everybody's driving 50 miles an hour, I'm like, right. why the fuck are you people so slow? Right. At least they're, for the yeah. most part, getting out of the way, though. Which is the yes. novel concept yes. until you get to Connecticut. Fuck Connecticut. Um, <laughs> so my favorite place, just in terms of pure enjoying the fact that there was tremendous discipline, you must have discipline, was uh, Germany. It was fantastic. Yes, because they'll chop your nuts off if you don't drive correctly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, but like the like one of my greatest driving days was still Scotland probably. Um, oh yeah, that's that or that or doing like Isle of Man or any of those places. Yeah, obviously they're yep. gonna be great. Absolutely. Uh, all right, Connor Kennard at, at Pucksack. <laughs> what is the best car of 2016 that has not had great public stigma? Um, that has not had great public I know. stigma. Yeah, I mean, if it's, it's a good car, then it wouldn't have stigma. Did you mean I, that I, in a different way? Um, maybe he means that it hasn't had a lot of attention. I'm going to guess that's how that was. That's how we're going to take your question. We're yes. going to fix it for you. Um, <laughs> what's the best car of 2016 that people aren't talking about? How's that? Well, we're not too far into 2016 yet. Right. Um, it's not had a great. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the, the best There's car nothing. I can't really think of anything in 2016 that's like. I mean, you know what? Uh, the, the video comes out. Uh, well yesterday because time yes time, relative time podcast time travel yes. uh the uh i have said this before i say it in the video i don't give a shit about the camaro and the new camaro is fantastic so maybe it's it that is. one although you know everybody loves it yeah right uh but that car is i mean i haven't driven it yet but every single person that i trust their opinion on these things has said this is one of the best driving cars i've ever driven it's really good um, I'm very the, – the variant I want to see is what are they going to do when it comes to a Z28 on that because, uh, you know, the Grand Sport's coming along very, very soon. And I'm a little disappointed because they didn't do anything motor-wise with it. I mean it doesn't need more power, but it would be nice if it had something different. And I'm really hoping they do that with the Z28. We'll see. We'll um, see. Um, the uh, but I mean I don't know. I, I Maybe the – I'm trying to think. Oh, oh. Um the Infinity Q50S Red Sport, I think, could deserve a little That's bit more a cool coverage. Car. That is a cool car. It's really fun, um, and we're gonna we're waiting to get our hands on it. They're just they're they're like they don't have a lot of them to hand out at the moment. Can we throw GSF into the mix, maybe? 
We could throw GSF because into the mix. I, you know the funny and thing? The, but the Infinity has had even less ink, I think. It has. It absolutely has. I haven't driven the Infinity uh, or the GSF, but I drove the RCF, which is, yeah. I'm going to imagine, pretty fucking close. Yes. Um, and, and I really, really, really like that car. Um, but Infinity does some cool stuff, too. And that car is um, it's very aggressive looking. Yeah, and it, it's it's a... Uh... In my, I did a first drive review of the car, and I was just blown away by how relaxed traction was because normally it's not that way. And I had a bunch of people in the comments saying, like, "No, I can, I can spin tires in my Infinity," and then they'll be like, "Yeah, it's a G37X, and I'm on this snow." I'm like, "That doesn't fucking count." I'm talking about yeah. traction control off tires, party time now. Normally, you can't do that with an Infinity. If They're you're really restrictive. Enthusiast, you should know that doesn't count. I know, but you, they don't. So there you go. Chris says the GSF. I say the Infinity that will go yeah, with that. Yeah, it's funny. The GSF has not gotten that much coverage. Are they on sale in the States yet? Yeah, because uh, I remember Rutledge Wood replied to something I did. He's like, Look, I, I'm curious how you like it because he has one. Yeah. So um, let's see. Uh, Rory Carroll from Auto Week asks, uh, long time, first time here, can <laughs> capitalism survive survive?" Automation, and then he wrote, I'll take my answer off air. <laughs> That's very good radio. I'm not even going to answer that one. Um, survive automation? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jacob Brown, at the Jacob Brown, asks, what cars are you most excited to drive this year that you haven't yet? I'm guessing Jacob wants us to talk <laughs> he about He wants to Mazdas. say the Mazda RF. Um, Jacob works for Mazda. Um, but uh, but he was an automotive journalist who jumped to PR. Yeah, what I, that I haven't driven yet, uh, I know I'm really – there's two Lamborghinis I really want to drive, the uh, the convertible mm-hmm. Huracan and the rear-wheel drive Huracan. I want to dr- – all my answers are going to be ridiculous cars. Uh, I really want to drive the McLaren, the 570, because yeah. I haven't driven that one. I'm dying. I, yeah, the 570. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think um, Raf from Jalopnik was doing something where he's road tripping with an RV towing a 570. Yeah. I don't I know what I they're doing. That. I don't know what he's doing with a 570 because he doesn't like going fast. No, he does. Believe it or not, he does. Um, but um, so – oh, and the Aston Martin DB11 is, is probably going to be my top drive this year. Yeah. Just because I'm, I'm such a – yeah, I know you're a huge you thing. Martin. You got right. a thing for Aston. I really want to drive the McLaren. Uh, the way you like Aston's way, I like McLaren stuff. Yeah, uh, yours is slightly more affordable, <laughs> but barely. <laughs> in, in in relative terms, well, the five seventy relatively, you know, is the affordable. It's McLaren. like one hundred and fifty. So, um, I'm trying to think of. What I else really, is out I, there. I, I want to get a turn. I have not had the Camaro. Uh, I want to get a turn in that, and I'd also like to drive the GC three fifty R. Yeah, um, I don't think the 350R is going to happen anytime soon. But um, Jason just drove it. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see the uh, and then I'm setting him up to drive a Camaro up the coast, the convertible. Because my video is it's going to be the SS. I think he's going to end up getting the V6. But it'll be interesting because it's it's easy to like the V8. Yeah. Will you like the V6? The V6 makes a nice noise. Yeah, that's what I hear. I haven't um, driven it. And I've heard very positive things about the Turbo 4 as well. I have too. I have too. Um, and that's a that's the Ecotech motor, right. so that is a tune away from a little uh, not just a tune, but a little bit of tweaking away from being a 400 horsepower car. So, um let's see. Oh, another question from Jacob Brown. Soy milk or almond milk? Almond milk. Um, okay, Untitled Car Show, whose podcast we've been on before, asks, hi, if you had to cage fight another automotive podcaster, which one would it be? Hmm. 
another automotive podcaster. Yeah. Maybe um, Corolla would make a lot of it make the news and then oh, we'd get a boost in listeners. Yes, you and I would have to go fight Corolla and DeAndrea. Yeah. Even though they were nice enough to bring us beer and so I mean I don't want to fight I'm not a fighter. Here's the thing is I don't want to fight Corolla and DeAndrea. Not Well, Corolla was a boxer. That's too. why I'm going to that's why I'm saying it. I don't want to fight him. I just got my ass kicked then. Um he's older though, but still he knows how to throw a punch, so that's tough. I don't really want to fight anybody. Yeah, neither um, do I. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a tough guy at all. Uh, you know tall. what? I'll, I'll fight those assholes from the smoking tire. <laughs> I think Zach could beat us up. Um, and Thad's big, but he's he's not. Thad's in Dubai. Aggressive. Uh, no, yeah. Thad is that is his THT THC blood level is too high <laughs> for fighting. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, let's try the uh, Facebook questions real quick. Um, Davion Shaw asks, a friend of mine is considering an Acura ILX A-Spec. Since I know nothing about cars in this market and would spend my money in Seoul on an E39 M5, can you tell me some good points, bad points on this car, or any alternatives? Yeah, I just, mean, just buy the Civic. Yeah, the new Civic is pretty good. It's so 90% of that car. You're going to get more for your money if you buy the Civic. Um, I, do they have to have a brand new car? Because if they don't and they really want an Acura, have them get the TL, yeah. uh, the one I always talk about, the 6MT SH all-wheel drive. Get them that one. Or even if it's not manual, because let's be realistic. This person, that being their choice of car, doesn't want a manual. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you really want an Acura, go get a TL. Uh, used. It's a much nicer car than the. I, I mean, not the ILX is a shitty car, but like this Civic is ninety percent of what an ILX yeah, is. Yeah, but I mean, it was, and if this person doesn't care about cars, but works somewhere where they, you know, like people look they at what you drive. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, a, a car, those that level of car is actually really good for that. Um, so I mean, it's not it's not a bad car, but no, it is. It's it's a fancy Civic. So just know that. Yeah. They should get the E39 M5. Uh, Cars and Cactus asks, with Steve Dynan leaving the Dynan Cars company he founded, does this signal the end of road legal engine performance mods and that part of the aftermarket, or did he just cash out to play with race cars? Um, so I've I've talked to all parties involved on this. Is this larger the fact that Steve, you know, the company was acquired, and so Steve had a nice payday on that, and he had been working, you know, he built that company for a long time. He was there, I think, for over 30 years. Right. And he wanted a chance to go play with race cars. So he did. Um, he still works on a consulting basis with the Dine and stuff. But I don't think that's any – it's no real mark of, like, times changing. It's Steve got tired of working at the same job for right. 30 years. Yeah. I mean, he has the ability and the chance to make a change. So he's going And for when it. you sell your company, it sucks to work for somebody else. You know, yeah. in your company, because right. you look at them and you're going, "You're ruining my baby." Right. Even if they're not, even if they're not, yeah, yeah. I w- that you might have done something different. Exactly. Um, Jay Smith asks thoughts on the 2016 Civic 1.5 liter turbo. I'm reading that there is no tuner interest with the CVT transmission. It's a Civic. There will always be tuner interest. Plus, I've read that they are bringing the manual for that anyway. They have to, right? I think they've announced it. I think it made news. Like a couple months ago, that they're bringing the manual. I'd be willing to bet the Civic is probably one of the few cars out there that they sell a great deal of manual options. Maybe, um, just because a lot of people like that, like like Honda. Honda makes a great manual. Yeah, Honda does make a good manual, and that's a popular car. I mean, Civics are fun with a manual transmission. They can yeah. be. Yeah, it's a great front wheel drive um, car, and I think that motor is actually going to get tuned very well. Yeah, it should. 
Um, Josh Josh Ostrander asks, how about Michael Essa and Mad Mike Wadette with those crazy entry angles? He's talking about Formula Drift Atlanta. I've ridden shotgun with Essa, and, I mean, he was showing off a little bit, obviously, because I was a journalist riding with him. It was, we're going into corners backwards. It's so fucking awesome. Um, I didn't get to watch FD Atlanta live, but I went back and watched most of the highlights. For some reason, Top 8 wasn't on uh, YouTube, so... Um, I didn't get to see that. I heard there was some controversy with Hanadel and someone else. I forget who. But Essa has awesome angles. Wadette has awesome angles. Though it looked like there were a few people who probably shouldn't have been there. But the, the majority of the, the good drivers were there and they were killing it. So Did yeah. you poop just a little when that happened? What? When he was just throwing it in completely back. No, like it was that. fucking great. I loved it. You're strapped in. Yeah. I mean, you have a roll cage. I mean, cage. Lo- logically, we know that no, you're No, no, like, I, yeah, right. But I probably, I mean, my jaw probably hurt from smiling. Yeah. Because it was so much fun. Um, Jake Elwood asks, any progress on the Lemons Ranchero? There's been no good progress because Tim has other projects in front of him because he has people interested in buying his Wagoneer. So he's buttoning up some last things before he sells it. And then he's doing just regular maintenance on his dailies. He dailies a 64 Falcon, and then his wife and the kids are in the, the Mazda 5. Um, so, But the plan is to hopefully be ready to run late fall, I think. I don't know which race that would be. I've had other teams say, if I'm interested, I can join them if the Ranchero's not ready. And I'm probably going to just because I need to get back out there and race some more. Yeah. Um, but our, our East Coast contingent is going to be running their Buick and I think the Lada is ready. We have a Lada. Lemons really? Car. Yeah, Camille, our East Coast guy, got a Lada. He bought it from Rory from Auto Week because um, it was just doing nothing. So I think, who else would own a Lada other than a freaking automotive journalist? Well, our guy from Poland who lives in Boston yeah. <laughs> who is so happy to have that car. Um, he's running the New Jersey race. I don't think the Lada is going to be there, but the Buick will be there. Um, so you know, But nothing on the Ranchero yet. Uh, Davian Shaw asks, what do you think about the new 4GT application process? It seems like they are trying too hard to imitate Ferrari's politics. Uh, I mean, I understand why they want to protect their brand. But, yeah, I, I hate the bullshit Ferrari does. So if Ford's going to do it too, it's kind of stupid. And Porsche's doing it now too. Right. Um, it's bullshit. If you've got the money, you should be able to just buy the damn thing. Right. It shouldn't matter who you are and what you plan to do with the vehicle. It's just right. like, fuck it. If you got the money yeah. and you're first in line. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Cars and Cactus. Ultima SER. Forgotten used market hero. Maybe. Yeah. I really liked – I really loved the Spec V when I was in college. I was like, oh, that's a cool car that I could probably afford. And But, I mean, as I've gotten older, it doesn't do as much for me. I don't really like the VQ35 in a, in a, in a uh, longitudinal layout. I uh, I just yeah. need I just need the rear wheels to power the car is yeah. what it is. I just don't like that the, that V6 on a front wheel drive application. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; they can be quick, but eh. Um, Cars and Cactus has again New ZL1 over the GT350R question, or is that forty thousand uh, dollar, seven hundred twenty seven horsepower Mustang Roush supercharged deal out of Ohio the way to go? Did you see this today? Made the news? No, but I already know I don't care about it. <laughs> Well, there's, I mean, it's pretty interesting. There's a dealership in Ohio selling Roush Mustangs with 727 horsepower, basically a supercharger kit, yeah. for $40,000 with like a three-year parts warranty. So people are freaking out that they can get this much car for that price. I would pick either the ZL1 or the GT350R over that car because I've heard it was like it was still stock brakes, like stock driveline components, yeah. and and 
parts warranty, but not labor warranty. So you're getting a car with a supercharger on you're it. You're getting a car that is already wants to go into the crowd, and now it's going to go into the crowd more quickly. Yes. Yes, that meme is still alive. Yeah, it's – dude, I've been in so many so many supercharged and turbochargers, and, you know, I've been in a lot of home-built cars. And I'll tell you right now, a dealership version of that is not going to be any goddamn different <laughs> than if you bolted one on yourself. Yeah. Give me the give me the GM or the Ford built version of it because it's going to be better. And then CL1 versus GT350R. I'm sure you're taking ZL1. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, you joke about like I got my my Chevy bias, and it's just like I'll do whatever's going to be whatever's better. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that I mean, obviously the the Camaro. You really love the chassis. I wasn't. Cra- I'm not crazy about that new Mustang chassis. Although I hear, you know, everybody loves the GT350s and the, and the R's. Um, but you know, and then the Camaro makes a lot more power, so I'd have to drive them to make the call. Yeah, I, I uh, initial gut feeling has me leaning towards the Mustang just because I like the way it looks better. But yeah, I you know you have to drive them to really tell. I if, if, you, if you threw Z28 in the mix, I'd go Z28. Yeah, if there was a Z28 and they were making, I, I bet if they were to do a Z28, it's probably going to be in the 500 and 550 horsepower range, so right around the Mustang. It's going to be lighter. Um, you know, I might find the Camaro, you know, more to my liking at that point, but I think you're splitting hairs. Yeah. Yeah. Good good hairs to split, though. Um, so <clears throat> uh, now let's see here. Oh, uh, this past week I had the Range Rover diesel. How'd you like oh, it? Oh, my God. I love it so much. Yeah. So a couple, uh, actually a couple months ago I had the Volvo XC90. Loved it. Yep, I remember. Fan-fucking-tastic. In the video, which I haven't edited yet, way cheaper than you think. The one I drove was 56, and it was an R design. Okay. So it was fucking It's not bad. I mean, it's not cheap. No, that's compared to the competition, that is fantastic. Yeah. To the point where if my wife, if we didn't need to purchase, and we could have leased, we probably got a Volvo or, you know... You know what? That car was so good. I'm not up on right now is what is modern... Volvo reliability like on the long term? I heard initially the twin charged engines were giving some people fits, but then they ironed something out. I could see that. That's just a very complicated motor. Yeah. So, I but I think they've already, I think they've already fixed something that was an issue. Yeah. And, and things have been good since, but the Range Rover. So in the video, I say again, that I haven't edited for the Volvo. I say this, you know, it's a funky Swedish Range Rover. That's actually a little more interesting. And I would buy one of these in a heartbeat. So I just had the Range Rover TD six. And, it, you know, it's the real Range Rover. Oh, I take it back. I would take the Range Rover. Well, you also had For diesel. double the price. Yeah. Holy. It was 105 Yeah. And it and wasn't even fully loaded. I wonder, given, you know, the reason that Range Rovers have had a better reputation in the UK and in Europe in general is because they're almost all diesel. And the gas motors are an afterthought. I wonder if that's going to end up being a much more reliable car. Well, they've already – I mean the gas ones have been reliable now for a while with the, the later gener- – like the last two body styles have been pretty good. Ish. I've got, uh, friend, I've got a couple of friends Significantly better. would argue um, that have the, spent a lot of money on theirs <laughs> fixing them. Well, this, this diesel was quiet and smooth and powerful. It was, I was a getting V6? Good fuel currents, three liter turbo diesel V6. Does like 250-something horse, 450-something torque. Okay. Zach and I drove it out to finish out our drift school. Yep. It's a perfect car to drive out to Shitsville, nowhere. 
which is where Willow Welcome Springs to Shadesville. is. Population, you. <laughs> it's not a nice place, except they ha- except it has a great series of places to drive race cars. That's why you go there. Um, perfect vehicle for that drive. It was so comfortable. When you drive, a, there are certain vehicles that you feel good about yourself when you're driving them. <laughs> for me, one of those has always been the full-size you just Rover. You just sit in the driver's seat and you go, you can bleed me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you also, you're, you're in there, and even though I don't own it, I'm giving it back in a, you know, after a week, it makes you think for a second, like, I've made some good choices in life to be where I am now, sitting in this Range Rover. Yes. That all disappears when I give the car back. But I could imagine that as an owner, if I could afford to buy that vehicle, I would feel like I, I, I've done really well. Every day. You know, the funny thing is, is that, yes, I agree on that, but there is a, there is a not insignificant number of the people that buy those cars that the second that is more than one of the current generation, the second there's a new generation out, it'd be like, oh, I feel so ashamed. <laughs> I have the old one. Sure, sure. Um, which is why I'll buy a used one down the road because they depreciate like bricks. It's great. Yes, they do. Um, so I loved it. Uh, right now, I have the Lexus IS200T. How do you like that? I haven't had a chance to really push it. The steering feels nicely weighted when it's in sport. The interior is great. For mm-hmm. I, I don't have a Monroney, so I have no idea what the sticker price is. I don't know what the horsepower is. It's probably 200. To, so I have I've just kind of, in my grand scheme of like just kind of looking around right, and seeing yeah. what's out there, it's probably going to be in the 43-ish range. Uh, because uh, a kid that was working with me uh, when I was doing some consulting a few months ago bought one. Uh, he really, really loves it. You know, it was the usual loaded question of, so if you were going to get a sedan, what do you think about this? And he's like, I'm really thinking about the 200T. And I'm like, you want the 200T. Right. Just buy Just, it. You need me to validate your choice. Yes. Right. Just buy it. You want it. You're not going to listen to anything I say anyway. And it's going to be a fine car. Um yeah, I'm really. I'm I mean, it feels a little sluggish. I I really want to go to a place where I have empty road and see like if I can do dumb shit in it because I feel like it'd be really good for that. That replaces the 250, right? I would imagine so. Because the 250 was dog shit. Y- yeah, that motor was garbage. So, well, well, it has a really smooth eight speed. Um, Lexus loves their eight speed, so you know their their current eight speed's a great transmission. Um, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So far, it, I, I mean, just cruising through traffic on the way up here, traffic wasn't bad. It drives smoothly enough. It, it feels like a Lexus. You're not getting cheated out of the Lexus experience. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not a gussied up Camry or anything like that. It feels right. nicer. It looks good. Um, so, I mean, it's a nice enough car. It hasn't wowed me yet, but I haven't. I'll be driving it on a Canyon Road tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. It'd be interesting to see how that goes because so for the same kind of money. You can get yourself a very nice, relatively low mileage ISF. Right. So so much more fun. It is, but the ISF also rides like a sack of bricks. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah. that's the one downside of that car. Right. 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 Uh, but yeah. Oh, and then uh, later this week, I swap into the new A4. So I'm curious about that. Um. It'll be just like every other Audi. Yeah, I know. Um, but all the new <laughs> Audis are good. So. The Audis are good. It's just like except you know exactly what a they are. A couple months ago, I had the S4, which is from the prior gen, because now this A4s come out. Yeah. Uh, and I, it was the first S4 I'd driven in a while, where I'm like, I don't care for this car. No, I hate that motor. It's so boring. That that supercharged. Uh, it's so boring. The mark is a turbo on the badge. Yeah. It's uh, I hate that motor. 
Um, now, in a weird bit of, I, I'm, I haven't fully scheduled this yet, but I'm working on it. We're doing an East Coast road trip, my wife and I, later this year. Yep. Where we're starting in, we're, I'm flying into probably Dulles, and we're going to go to, we're going to Virginia to meet her immediate family there to visit family that they haven't seen in a very long, like probably since she was in high school. Right. Like her father's side of the family. So we're all going to meet there, hang out with them. They live somewhere in Virginia. And then Jen and I will road trip back up to towards Boston. And then we'll have uh, Jen or Jen Sloan's one year birthday party with family. So you're doing a tour of racism. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Virginia's on the North side. So it's not as bad, um, but the um, and I say that coming from the area, right? Um, so I'm pitching it to the the Dodge PR person, like I want to do the Hellcat because I think it's a good, for one, you know, it's a road trip story. I think I'll make a great first impression with the people of Virginia, not the cops, but the like her family. Yeah, watch your ass. There. No, I know, I yeah. know. Trust me, I know. I'm not going to Patrick George it. Um, so I think they'll get a kick out of that. And then I want to see what it's like to road trip in a Hellcat. Mm-hmm. And then it's one year after I basically brought – it's one year after I brought Sloan home from the hospital in a Hellcat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's all these things. And then the trip finishes right around my birthday. So, like, it's all of this shit that – You know, if you keep this theme going, she's going to be, like, 14 and really irritated of, like, Dad, why do you keep putting me in this stupid car? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But so the PR person was like, well, how many miles – you know, that's a cool story. How many miles do you think it's going to be? I'm like, you know, conservative. Just to be conservative, I'm going to say 1,000, but I would probably be less than that. But let me just check. And I mapped it on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And I had to screenshot this. Mm-hmm. 707 miles and i'm not fucking kidding mm-hmm. 707 miles it's like the gods are smiling i sent it to him like you gotta you gotta see this he's like whoa that is a weird coincidence mm-hmm. that's crazy i still have the picture on my desktop i mapped dulles to richmond to philly to princeton new jersey to uh westerly rhode island to boston and it's 707 miles according to google maps that's the greatest oh, yeah. fucking thing ever. And I think that sealed the deal of me. I, was say, yeah. I haven't locked it down yet, um, but hopefully I'll get it and it'll be a big story on Hooniverse. How long are they going to have those cars in the fleet? They've been kicking around for a while now. Well, you know, the, the thing is, too, after they are in the big markets, they kind of hang around the smaller markets for a while. Yeah. Like here, when you get it, it'll have, you know, max 2,000 miles on it. It'll be fresh. It'll be ready to go. And then when I pick it up in Dulles, it'll have like 15,000 15, 15, journalists. Incredible. Miles. Probably not 15, but it, I mean, it might. It's probably closer to 10, um, but we'll see what happens. So stay tuned for that because that could be pretty awesome. Um, but I think that's all we got this for this week. So why don't you tell everybody about Shout Engine as and usual, social media? Yeah, as usual. If you want to do the podcast, then go over to Shout Engine, and we will get you set up. And uh, Jeff is not hitting a bong. That's him just slurping water. <laughs> From um, my Top Gear branded uh, water bottle, which yeah. you should be watching, Top Gear USA. Sorry, continue with Shout Engine. Why? Do you have some sort of a, a vested interest in that, Jeff? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm consulting producer for this season. My name oh. is in the credits. Ooh, fancy. Uh, so as usual, yeah, do the shout engine thing. Uh, and then if you want to yell at me and say mean things, you can not do that. But what you can say, contact would you me. say faggy pants? Is that what you said earlier? Uh, faggot pants. I don't know. <laughs> I know somebody's going to send that to me in a tweet now. Uh, but yeah, just hit me up on Twitter at Hayes Data. Um, I'm on at all kinds of odd hours. So, uh, yeah, I'll get you when I get you. Um, follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker. Also follow at the Hooniverse on Instagram. I'm Hooniverse Jeff. Please go to iTunes to rate and review this show. You help us climb the ladder. We're usually 
right around the top 10 spot, and that's because of you guys. So thank you for doing that. Um, and then uh, go to YouTube if you don't already subscribe to our channel. Get that. Go to the website. Some of you don't know that we have a website. Go to Hooniverse.com. Um, and, yes, actually seriously watch Top Gear USA. I'm not just saying it because I work on it. I mean, I am. But I, they they upgraded their 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 visuals this season. It's actually really pretty shots. They're doing cool stuff. Yeah. And I, all of the information about the cars they drive, you know, I, I wrote that. So there's that. There's that. I, I have spent time with two of the three hosts, and they are pretty cool. Adam Ferrara, I don't know, but I find him funny. <laughs> so, yes, I endorse Top Gear America as well. There you go. So go watch that, and then uh, we'll see you next week on another podcast, Hooniverse World Yay. Land. Bye. <laughs> 